Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Yo, thank you for tuning in to Optimize Your Body podcast. This is episode 91. So today I'm going to talk to you about why resistance training or lifting weights is superior to any other form of exercise when it comes to your overall health. So there's a few reasons for this, and I will delve deeper into why resistance training has been proven, by the way, in studies to be more beneficial. I would firstly like to clarify that any type of exercise, whether it's walking, playing tennis, salsa, any form of exercise is obviously going to be hugely advantageous to all you know, several aspects of health. So I'd like to clarify that. I'm not saying resistance training is the only way, but what I am saying is studies have proven time and time again that resistance training or lifting weights is actually better for several different you know, factors when it comes to health than any other form of exercise. Now, I'm going to give you three of my reasons why this is the case. I could give you at least 10 reasons, and I could talk for hours about this because this is my wheelhouse. You know, I first picked up a weight when I was 13 years old. So that's, God, I'm getting old. That's 19 years ago. I'm 32 now. Um, I've been consistently lifting weights since I was 16, consistently. So that's a good, you know, 16 years of lifting. So I can talk from experience on the benefits, you know, I've had in all aspects of my life, but mental health is a big one. And I've had the same thing come back in terms of feedback uh, time and time again with clients. I've trained hundreds of people, maybe over a thousand if I include all the people I've coached online. And mental health, I think, is, is the number one benefit, I would say, in order of priority. So that is my number one point. Now, why is resistance training more beneficial for your mental health than any other form of exercise? Once again, in studies, it's been proven that all types of exercise, so these studies were done on aerobic training or cardio versus resistance training. Now, the aerobic um, the aerobic participant, the, sorry, the participants who um, took part in cardio still had great benefits, right? So obviously anyone listening to this, you know that regardless of what type of uh, exercise you're doing, it's going to be advantageous for your health. But resistance training has been proven to be even better. Now, this particular study was done on healthy individuals and also on individuals who had anxiety issues. So what happened was the people in the study reported back much better symptoms of um, improved mood uh, than the the people who did the aerobic exercise. They also reported back, though, with um, uplifted mood. But what was interesting was this particular study showed that the people who, that the healthy individuals, they both responded really well to both forms of exercise. But the people who had issues with anxiety actually had reported back better results from resistance training. Now, it all makes sense because the studies, there's been lots of studies done on this and, you know, strength training, lifting weights primarily, there are other forms of resistance training, which I'll come to soon, but strength training, actually, there's a few different factors or reasons why this is the case. Now, strength training promotes neuroplasticity, right? 
Now, neuro meaning neurons, okay? We have lots of neurons in our brain. And plasticity meaning change. So the ability of your brain to change. So strength training has actually been proven to strengthen the brain and produce new blood vessels, which means more oxygen and more essential nutrients to your brain. Any type of exercise where you're going to get more blood flow to the brain, more oxygen and more nutrients is going to be beneficial, like I said. But strength training has been the only one uh, proven to actually really strengthen the brain. In fact, six months, the studies have done been done Sorry, on, on um, participants who did six months of training. And what they found is certain regions in the brain actually increased in size, right? So... And also not to mention the hormones. So what what actually happens when you're lifting weights is I would I would argue it's the response you get from your hormones. Because what happens with resistance training is you're boosting obviously the endorphins and testosterone and the uh, you know the sex hormones are being boosted, which is gonna play a part in you know increasing your mood. Not to mention norepinephrine, which is a, a feel-good neurochemical in the brain. But without going too much into that, these hormones and hormone-like substances with resistance training in particular have actually been shown to pass through the blood-brain barrier. So which is why I don't, uh, don't quote me on this, but I don't think any other exercise has been proven to do this. So there's something going on there, right? So resistance training for your mental health, and I can talk from experience you know, it works wonders for my mental health. Like I, ne- I always, it's it's my therapy, lifting weights. And that's not to say, as I say, if I, if I do other forms of exercise, I still get a boost in mood, obviously, but that is my therapy. And um, I've had the same report back from lots of clients as well. And not just improvement in mood and, you know, uh, reduced anxiety, but also for, you know, productivity in work is a big one I get back, which is... Uh, you know, one of the, a lot of people I've trained in the corporate world, you know, I've trained all sorts of professionals from doctors to lawyers to entrepreneurs and, you know, people with multi-million dollar businesses or whatever. And each and every one of them, most of the time, report back with better productivity because you're actually generating energy. When you do any form of exercise, you're generating energy. So although you're exerting energy, you're actually generating energy within the body, which then is obviously going to carry over to other areas of your life. So just to clarify that, this particular study did show, and there was a few, there's a few studies done, and what I'll do is I'll attach this particular article um, into the show notes so you can check it out. It's very interesting. But yeah, it did show that resistance training was superior to, to um, aerobic exercise for um, mental health. And the reasons I mentioned then, you know, the fact that strength training actually strengthens the brain as well as the muscles and the connective tissue in the heart kind of makes sense, really. Okay. So without going too much into why, it makes sense. So I guess the key takeaway from that is if you're not doing resistance training, try and if you can factor that into your into your uh, regime, even two sessions per week, if you're not doing anything now, one or two sessions per week done consistently will get you significant results and you will definitely notice a difference uh, in your mental health boosting like you will with any exercise. But as I say, um, it's been proven in studies to be much more advantageous 
uh, resistance training is much more beneficial. And as I say, even six months of training. So if you're new to training, you can expect, look, you can expect incredible results within a few weeks, but six months has been proven to increase certain regions of the brain. So mental health, you know, it's such a big point right now. I think, you know, I, I've experienced people who suffer with mental health uh, illness and every one of us, at least at least one in two of us, um, well, actually everyone will know someone who's who struggled with mental health issues. Um, it's close to my heart because I've had people close to me suffer with it. And not to mention, I actually had uh, depression and anxiety issues around about 10 years ago. And once again, resistance training for me was part of my savior, really. There was other, other factors which came into me getting through it. But, you know, it went on for well over a year and I didn't feel like training. I think that's a, a, th- a thing to, to talk about as well when it comes to mental health is you don't really feel like training. You don't, f- you, you lose motivation. You know, you don't feel like doing those things, but thankfully I did push myself to continue with my regime. Um, and I always felt much better afterwards, although be mindful of the fact that you could cross the line as well. I remember a few times cause you're under a lot of stress when you obviously your brain in terms of weight only takes up about 2% of your two to 3% of your body's total mass, but it generates around 20% of the energy. So it, it uses up a lot of energy. So if you're going through any mental health issues, then, you know, it's going to exert a lot of energy and tie you out and you're in a stress state and lifting weights is an added stress. So as long as you're not going too hard and, and, you know, using it as a drug, which can be done, you know, when you're exercising all the time, you know, obviously if it's going to get you through mental health um, issues, that's great, but it can be pushed too far as well. So, you know, I just wanted to uh, clarify the fact that I'm not a mental health expert. I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm just talking based on experience and the studies that I've actually discovered. And there's one more thing I'd like to talk to you about as well when it comes to mental health and lifting weights is mindfulness. You get a bloody bar on your back and squat down with a decent amount of weights and you ain't thinking about shit, right? You're just thinking about not collapsing on the floor with a barbell on top of you, right? You're just focusing on the technique and you have to be mindful. I think that's another factor which is worth mentioning as well is the fact that you know, if you're doing cardio, let's just say you're on a bike and you're cycling. No disrespect, and I'm not taking anything away from anyone who's big into cycling, right? But you're just basically pedaling, right? So yes, you're exerting energy and it's going to give you a boost. Uh, regardless, it's going to be, you know, for the most part, good for your health. But when you're lifting weights, it's very, very technical. So you have to be connected with your body and in tune with your body, especially on exercises like squats and deadlifts where there's no room for error. So I think that mindfulness element plays a big part in the fact that resistance training is better um, all in all for your mental health. So that kind of makes sense as well. So yeah, you know, resistance training, one more thing. If I say resistance training, one more, if I had a dollar for every time I said those two words on this podcast, but lifting weights has been actually proven to be only weight training, by the way, on this particular study is, it's been proven to be better than frontline treatments such as antidepressants better, or at least, um, equal to antidepressants, which goes to show there's definitely something going on there. Point number two, longevity. Now, strength training, another study was done on people who lift weights and who are generally stronger. And what it was, it was actually quite mind-blowing. They found that the people with low muscle strength are likely to die 50% earlier 
than their stronger counterparts. Now, that's pretty crazy, and but studies have shown this time and time again, that the people who are strong and have good bone density um, tend to have much better longevity and much better quality of their life. Now, it's multifactorial. Obviously, there's lots of other factors which come into this because I would argue that people who actually actively go to the gym tend to make their health, take their health quite serious, quite seriously. So they're most likely making other healthier choices, which would contribute to longevity. But it's definitely something to pay attention to. Strength training is, you know, people who are strong tend to live longer. Simple as that. And what they've done is what they do nowadays, actually, which is quite interesting, is um, to actually monitor someone's health and, and, you know, life expectancy. They're actually using uh, grip strength equipment, uh, which is known as a dynamometer, where you have to just grip this, these handles on a machine and it will then deliver the results in terms of how, how good your grip strength is. And that is one of the best indicators of your overall strength, which is, like I said, linked to better states of longevity and health. Not to mention, I'm going to tie a few things into this one, into longevity, because as I said, I could at least give you like 10 to 20 reasons why resistance training is good for your health, but I'm going to tie these into longevity. Now, bone density, the insult on the body, on the muscles, the connective tissue, and the bones from lifting weights, that sounds pretty drastic, right? But as I said, there is a stress on the body. So what happens is the body is an adaptation machine, right? Humans are adaptation machines. Unlike a lot of other animals, which obviously are adaptation machines in their own rights, humans have an ability to adapt to anything in regards to the environment. And that includes to lift, and that includes lifting weights. Now, bone density increases because obviously you're stressing the bones when you're doing resistance training. Using a squat as an example, even if you were not doing any exercise, if you were to do bodyweight squats, you're gonna get you're gonna get an improvement in bone density, but when you start lifting weights properly, by the way, I'd like to stress that point. There's a right and wrong way to do everything, and there's certainly a wrong way to do, you know, resistance training in terms of technique and and doing more harm than good. But done properly and appropriately, your bone density will increase, and it's by far resistance training is by far the best thing for your bone density than any other form of exercise, but you'll still get amazing results from any form of movement. Even walking is going to improve your bone density to a certain point and other forms of exercise, but nothing is going to beat weight training. And not to mention the connective tissue as well. Obviously, you're going to strengthen the tendons, ligaments, and cartilage around the joints, which is going to obviously um, improve overall health and, and make your body stronger. Uh, and, and not to mention muscle growth as well. Obviously, increased muscle mass has been linked to better states of longevity. So I think bone density is a big one. And, and what I would say to anyone listening to this is, you know, I try to get my, my mum, uh, unfortunately, has got an autoimmune illness and she's got, um, her hands are in a bad way. She, she's, it's a long story, but she can't grab things with her hands. She has essentially like, yeah, her fingers. She doesn't have any use of her fingers. Um, but she, I, I love to get her resistance training. She does bits in the house and stuff like that, but obviously you've got to be careful because of her illness. But if you have any, you know, y- your parents or, you know, older people in your family, I always say to people who come to me, older people who come to me, I remember I had one woman say to me before, I, 
I feel like I've left it too long. I feel like it's too late. And my answer to that was, it's actually too late not to start. She's like, is it too late to start? And I'm like, it's actually too late not to start. Okay. It's even more important as you get older because osteoporosis, it makes you much more prone to frailty and osteoporosis, which essentially is, is brittle bones. It's a form of, a form of, sorry, brittle bones might be something else, but it's similar. But osteoporosis is like a form of atheritis and, um, it's, it's very detrimental and, uh, it's not pleasant and it's gonna, it's gonna obviously, um, take years off your life and, and, you know, not be, not be ideal in any way, shape or form. So if you can combat that, resistance training is the best way. And also a very interesting one is heart health. Now, obviously, cardiovascular training is really good for your heart and it's going to improve cardiorespiratory health in terms of your heart and lungs. And I would actually argue, you know, certain types of cardio would probably be better for your lung capacity than weight training. That's probably the first time I've ever said that. But all in all, weight training done properly is still going to get your heart rate up for sustained periods. And people don't realize, I'd like to clarify this as well. People don't quite realize, they think, oh, you know, I want to get fit, so I've got to do cardio. Actually, you'll get really fit from doing weight training when done properly, especially when you do a specific phase of training, when you're doing lots of reps, like 12 to 30 reps with minimal rest. Um, but even even strength training, and that's, I guess, where I'm going now, lifting heavy weights actually puts the heart under more stress. So you get huge, huge advantages from, from lifting heavy weights. And studies, a recent study actually, which again, I'll, I'll share in the show notes, has shown, there's a few studies which have shown this, but this one showed that weight training once again was superior to cardio for the heart. And the main reason for this is there's certain types of fat which which build up around the muscle tissue of the heart. And there's one type of fat which is called called epicardial fat. And what happened was cardio and weight training both improved, uh, sorry, reduced that amount of fat which builds up around the heart. Obviously, it's not ideal to have too much of this fat around your heart. And both types of training were proven to be pretty much equally beneficial for that type of fat. But it was another type of fat which which builds up around the tissue of the heart, and that was called pericardial fat. And resistance training was was out of the two, so out of aerobic exercise or cardio, and resistance training, resistance training was shown to drop the amount of pericardial fat, which builds up around the heart. So that was the only type of training which significantly reduced this type of fat around the heart. So studies are showing time and time again that for heart health, believe it or not, weight training is much better for you. Well, I'm not going to say much better, but it's better for you for the heart uh, than cardiovascular training. But once again, I'd like to say, Aerobic exercise still has amazing, is going to be amazing for your health when done appropriately. I feel like a lot of people place too much value on cardio. I feel like people do too much of it. Um, whereas weight training, I feel like is overlooked by some people because, you know, the research is, is coming out now. Thankfully, we're in a, a day and age where the studies are there. You know, we've got good information out there, which is, is proven over, at least over the last five to 10 years. Um, has proven to, uh, to to show people just how good it is and actually how essential resistance training is for, for longevity and health. So just to clarify that, now heart health, bone density, you know, cardiovascular, building muscle, 
all of these things, I guess, are uh, a link to, you know, a longer lifespan, better longevity, and not only that, to improve the quality of your life, obviously. And on on this point as well, I'd like to quickly elaborate more on, on, on resistance training. Now, there's different types of resistance training. If you are new to training, then you could do bodyweight training, right? Now, that is going to get you insane results. If you're not doing any weight training whatsoever and you're new to, to resistance training, use your body for resistance, and a shameless plug here, actually, we have an amazing home workout program on our website, optimizeyourbody.com, um, which is it's, it's actually, I think it's a 12-week program. We split it into phases like we always do. And all you need is a band, a resistance band, and that's literally it. That's all you need. Um, so there's different types of resistance training. You can use body weight, you can use bands. And then obviously, if you want to take it to the next level, then you use barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells. And um, obviously, you would join a gym for the next level. So there's different types of resistance training. So just just to confirm, you know, if you're not someone who wants to go to the gym and you're you're never going to do that, then you can do it in the comfort of your own home, and you can you can get really good results. Um, but I would like to say, you know, if you want to really get the maximum res- results in terms of your health, physique, or whatever, then you know, um, actually doing proper resistance training using weights is obviously going to be superior. Last but not least, aesthetics. Okay. Now how you, you know, changing the way your body looks. I put this at the bottom of the list because I used to be, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, like a lot of people nowadays, I would say 80 to 90% of people, that I actually come across as a personal trainer and online coach anyway, are driven mainly by aesthetics and how they look. They want to change the way their body looks. Now, as I said, I've been lifting weights for a long time, so I've been in shape for a hell of a long time. But when I started competing as a physique or fitness model competitor, I was then driven even more by aesthetics because when you get down to a body fat which is like 3% and you're absolutely shredded, and then, you know, this is another conversation altogether, but when I used to have a bad relationship with food and I used to binge after my competitions and stuff like that, um, and I used to not be driven by by health, like as much, I was obviously to a certain point, like I said, with my mental health and stuff, but when it comes to being in tune with my body, I was actually driven by changing the way my body looks. And let me tell you something now, as I transformed over the years and started making my health a priority, my physique then came as a byproduct and where was I going with this? Now, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but I guess what I'm trying to say is it's at the bottom of the list for me now. You know, how my body looks now, I'm probably in the shape of my life aesthetically. You know, I've been leaner, obviously, for competitions and photo shoots and whatnot, but aesthetically, in terms of the muscle mass that I have now, I'm in the shape of my life. And looking good now is at the bottom of my list of priorities when it comes to the benefits that I get from resistance training. And that's really where you want to be. Let me tell you, like whether you're, you know, a lot of people listen to this, um, they do competitions and they're personal trainers, but there's a lot of people who just like to work out and look after themselves. And they're obviously, if you listen to this right now, hats off to you because you're making your health a priority. But to any of any of you listening to this now, when you get to the point where you're really focusing on the health markers that are really important um, for making your body look a certain way and improve the way your body looks, such as focusing on getting good quality sleep, putting the right foods into your body, 
and then focusing on your gut health. You know, how's your digestion? You know, is, is that good? How's your skin looking? You know, how are your relationships? Like, it sounds a bit woo-woo when I mention relationships, but all of these things are, are, are pillars to your health, right? So when you start tuning into, and another big one is focusing on your performance in the gym. Are you getting stronger? Are you performing better in the gym? And really training your mind to focus on those things instead of focusing on the way you look will you'll get into the shape of your life as a byproduct, if that makes sense. So your physique will then be a byproduct of you taking care of yourself. And let me tell you, when you get to that point, oh my God, life is good because you're not even thinking about, obviously, don't get me wrong, when I'm lifting weights, I'm still focusing on certain body parts and whatnot, but I'm not focused. It's the bottom of the list. And that's why this reason or this t- this point has come last because aesthetics really come um, as a result of you doing the right thing and, and making your health a priority. And going a bit deeper into the aesthetics though and why resistance training is much more beneficial to any other form of exercise for building a good looking body or building better aesthetics is a, is a great analogy I like to use, which I stole off, uh, off, off Sal Di Stefano. And by the way, if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's episode number 89, two episodes ago, you have to listen to it. It's my most downloaded episode. If you haven't listened to it with Sal Di Stefano from Mind Pump Media, check it out. But his analogy is great. And he says, muscle tissue is expensive. It costs your body a lot of calories to keep that muscle tissue on your body. So just to explain that, when you make building muscle a priority, so when you focus on getting stronger in the gym and building muscle, what happens then is your body has to burn more calories just to keep that muscle tissue on your body. And studies have shown different things, but anywhere between 13, so basically one pound of lean muscle tissue, which you could build pretty fast, especially if you're new to training, or if you do our program, another plug. Um, no, but you could um, build muscle. If you build one pound of lean muscle, that will burn like th- anything from 13 to about 30 calories extra just to keep that muscle tissue on your body. And that's kind of the reason why resistance training is better for changing the way your body looks in a good way, you know, getting leaner, losing body fat and sculpting your body because your metabolism has to charge and, and, and elevate, which then means your, your body is burning more calories by you doing no extra, but just having more lean muscle tissue on your body, if that makes sense. And not to mention, as we get older, you know, it gets a lot harder to actually manage our weight because our metabolism slows down, um, you know, more and more as we get older, amongst other things which are going on in the body, which uh, makes it a lot harder for us to shift body weight, right? So nothing will combat that more, firstly, than being active and moving more, right? That's going to be your total, you know, that's going to, I wanted to clarify that actually, that's going to add, that's going to help you exert more calories and lose weight is the amount you move. If you're not moving at all, then start moving, start walking more, right? But lifting weights alone is going to cost your body more calories, as I said. So as you get older, it becomes even more important um, for you to lift weights to combat, um, you know, gaining body fat and gaining weight as we get older. Because being overweight, as we know, it puts you at a much much higher risk of, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, um, chronic illness such as, as cancer and autoimmune illnesses, you know, diabetes, which I guess is an autoimmune illness. Um, being overweight, you know, it's, it's just not ideal as we get older. So 
and just in general, right? So lifting weights consistently. And by the way, as I said, in terms of going to the gym, you only have to do two purposeful weight training sessions a week to actually get really significant results. So it's not like you have to go every day, you know, don't listen to the the stuff or, or, or pay too much attention to the extreme stuff you're seeing on social media with people saying no days off and train five, six days a week and, you know, motivation. And by the way, motivation is temporary. You, you know, you're not going to have motivation forever. It comes and goes, which is why I say to people, if you can start slow, so if you, if you don't lift weights, I, I know most of you do who listen to this, but if you don't lift weights, one to two training sessions a week consistently is going to get you significant results. The compound effect of that is amazing. And you can always, you have to look at it like, how can I sustain this forever, right? What can I do that I can do forever? One to two weight training sessions for most people is realistic. Any more than that, you can always add on as you go on, but most people start way too fast. So they'll start off, right, I want to get in shape. I'm going to do five to six sessions. And, you know, it's just not, it's very, very, it's almost impossible. Actually, studies show that about only if like one or 2% of people will actually um, sustain that rate of training forever. You know, it's and it's not ideal for the body training that much either. So don't overthink it um, when it comes to the aesthetics, when it comes to lifting weights. Two purposeful weight training sessions per week will get you insane results. And yeah, so that's it. Just to, just to round that up, why is resistance training superior to any form of exercise? Number one, mental health, right? Make that your number one, How, what it does for your mind, right? If you really focus on that, that is gonna that is gonna carry over into other areas of your life. Longevity, number two, you know, I talked about the benefits on the heart, bone density, the importance of strength for longevity and, and muscle mass. And then finally, aesthetics and looking good and building an admirable physique, if you like. Um, obviously, resistance training is, is is not even questionable. There's nothing else which comes close to lifting weights when it comes to building a better looking body. And speaking of building an admirable physique, our version 1.0 training program, which is like a 10-week a training program split into three different phases, it will get you game-changing results. And in fact, it'll change the way you look at resistance training because it's based on science. It's full body two to three times per week. They're the main workouts, which are going to get you your bang for your buck. Those two to three full body weight training sessions per week. And even if you were to do the program and just do those sessions, you're going to get absolutely transformative results. Um, But we also have in there for the more advanced person, target sessions, which means you can go to the gym an extra three, four times. So you could do every day if you want. Um, and you can do target sessions on the days in between, targeting weaker body parts, which is what I do leading up to competitions and similar to what I get most of my uh, my competitor athletes online doing as well. I get them doing target sessions to bring up their weaker body parts for the stage. But for anyone who's looking to build an admirable physique, honestly, this version 1.0 training program is a game changer. And also I'm offering you support for the time being for a limited time only. <clears throat> I'm going to actually support you through it as well. So I want you to get results. I want you to get the benefits. Um, and if you do, this is the last time I'm going to offer this deal now, honestly, because um, I've had a good response. I'm going to drag the, uh, the offer out for a bit longer. If you purchase that program, you get our nutrition fundamentals guide absolutely free. It would normally cost you 40 US dollars. You get it for free when you purchase our training program. Just go to optimizeyourbody.com and look for our programs and click on training and nutrition bundles. And it's the only bundle we have. So, so purchase it through our website 
Also, if you're looking to take your physique to the next level and overall health, I have a few slots available for my online coaching. I'm still taking people on, whether you're looking to prepare for the stage or just improve overall health or improve your physique. Um, admin email, admin at optimizeyourbody.com. That's admin at optimizeyourbody.com. And if you listen to this podcast, just send me an email anyway, so I know who you are. As I said before, very hard for me to pinpoint each individual. Uh, I'm in contact with a lot of people who listen to my podcast, which is great. But if you could send me an email or even better, message me on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, where have you been? Um, it's at Martin Silver Fitness. I post on there every day and I'm constantly updating my story daily. So you can you know get loads of all of my content. All of my best content is pumped onto my Instagram. So go follow me there at Martin Silver Fitness. And don't be shy. Reach out. Send me a message. Um, I'll be happy to, to, uh, to touch base with you. And finally, just if you like this episode, please jump over to iTunes and, and give us a, uh, rating and review. That's how I really, that's how I've grown this podcast. It's been a big help anyway. There's lots of other factors, but you know, this is how we reach more people and, and help them optimize their body by, by, uh, by getting those reviews in. So please go over to iTunes at, um, so go over to iTunes and, um, and just give us a rating and review. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. We're releasing every single Tuesday. There will be a podcast released. So please subscribe and feel free to share this podcast with as many people as possible. Thanks again.